So I've got uh, Dr. McCarron back, and uh, it's been a while, but uh, always a pleasure. So we were just talking about how everything, everything's gone completely crazy. Uh, sorry, I think I think that sound glitch was from my end. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries, man. Did you hear that? I can hear you. Yeah, did you hear the screen playing? Uh, computer audio. Uh, no, I can only hear what's coming through your mic. Oh, okay. All right. So, just keep quiet then. <laughs> Not highlight Fair my. Uh... <laughs> no, I do have the video going, and uh, I'll actually link that for people who uh, want to watch this side of it too. Um, afterwards, I'll have that in the description and stuff, so they'll be able to catch all the all the fun sides of this. So this is kind of the preview of what streaming is going to be like, but uh, you know, just from one side because I haven't quite got my side fixed and set up. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's a how, how would you say it? it? It's a you can get started real quick if you want to stream. You just need a webcam and a YouTube account, right? Well, but and did, internet that'll stand up to it. Uh, yeah, I I sort of. I get spoiled in Japan in that respect. Um, but the, I don't know, I found that as you go, that the, you find you want to do something, you see someone else doing something, and then you want to try and replicate it or, you know, do something similar. And then you're, you're sort of dragged into a, a sort of ever, ever, <laughs> a rabbit uh, hole, cops. as it were. Yes, yes. Speaking indeed. of rabbit holes, why don't we just uh, hop right into the uh, the one involving snakes right away? Because that's that's one of the most entertaining ones. Uh, yes, so that's obviously what's uh, come out this week. Um, Doctor Elliot, Elliot? I, I forget his last name, but um, you know he's been part of the frontline critical care or frontline doctors anyway. From the beginning, or, or close to the beginning, uh, he's believes that uh, Remdesivir killed his father, um, and in in his push for more transparency, he's he's become convinced. Well, it's not it's not about being uh, him coming convinced. He's taken some data that exists out there that we we see these uh, neurotoxins are, are expressed in SARS-CoV-2 patients and uh, that are what are part of the spike protein itself. And we, th there is a question of how they got there. And yes, there's, they're synonymous with cobra toxins and, but also HIV and rabies and uh, conotoxin and there's a there's a couple of sections uh, you know away from that uh, super antigenic sequence the one that's overlaps with hiv but there are other regions as well that are um that target the cholinergic uh, system and in, in doing so antagonize the the parasympathetic branch and that that is the that controls inflammation and um and in doing so when you 
scared and when I'm you start just interacting as scared as anybody with those mechanisms you, you so, sort of set the know. landscape uh, for yeah. I just this recently out read, of control I would uh, immune uh, uh, inflammatory state that people get into and the, the thing is we've known about this from very early on and the how would you say that there's a it's great look I'll, I'll say this it's great that people will pick up on the fact that yes there's this element in the in in the spike protein but the the way that it's being spun and look I want to I want to be fair to the guy this stupid peter's interview was a disaster um it was front loaded with um you know look and again, and this isn't about a religious discussion or anything, but it was just front-loaded towards people who have got a predisposition to end-times prophecy. Ah, uh, yeah, understandable. And um, in doing so, they start talking about serpents and how it's filling biblical scripture, etc. And you know, this is all all part of the um, the the fulfilling of prophecy uh may well be um but uh you know in the current circumstances uh if even when fighting satan it's probably best to try to maintain as much rationality as possible otherwise you're just going to get pulled down uh or, or, or spun or pushed off target because people will come with their own preconceived ideas of what the scripture is supposed to be saying etc etc and it becomes a, a you know a sort of monty python-esque type scenario as uh, each particular group thinks that they have got a, a particular handle on emergent reality and the other streams where i've seen him talking it, it was a little bit more focused and so you know it was the Stu peters rumble griff network of the my pillow guy and um you know it's a business model that they have and you know to then come out with a super duper expensive vitamin line as well i'll just try and pull that up on the, the screen um, oh, I think so I might know what you're talking about here. Uh, who was that done with? Um, was that with Mike Lindell? Yeah. So Mike Lindell sponsors, um, you know, Stu Peters, and, and and there's there's these very obvious. Look, is Mike Lindell running it? I, I don't know. Um, is he sponsoring a lot of these shows? Yes. Um, but I would I would look, you know. Far, far closer at the what are essentially the the psychological operations of quasi private uh, defense industries. And let me just turn off my telegram one second. Yeah, I'm sure mine's going to make an annoying ding here anytime. Yeah, I, I join a channel and uh, like by default, it just there's no like universal mute on. Um, <laughs> on uh, telegram as i can find and it's it's very uh, annoying i do I, I realize it's an important platform but um the 
I, I don't know. I don't like the interface and um, the. It kind of leaves. It's. It does leave something a little bit to be desired. It's. It's not really great for desktop. Uh, yeah, which is how I use it, and I don't. I don't use phones, dude. I mean, well, yeah, no, that's just... same here. <laughs> I'm in my pocket right now because I was. I use my phone to, get... to make phone calls and occasionally look at maps. I don't. Well, yeah, that's that's if I'm using. I'm not the, phone, the kind be... that. Well, the kind that belong on walls, not the kind that should be placed firmly against walls. Mind. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, uh, Telegram aside, the you know, I, I I don't want to be too critical of raising the the important point that there is this issue around neurotoxins in the spike protein that have to be explained from an evolutionary perspective. Now, is there conservation from the first SARS to the second SARS? And you could potentially argue that there is some, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that there's this, or there wasn't this identifying of these epitopes previously as being of concern. Well, I believe and the so first one was, just to put it simply, more natural or reasonable. Well, there's a, there's a big discussion to be had around that. Uh, understandable. Um, I'm still trying to find the... I personally haven't done a lot of my research, but I, I've... I know there's been a lot of fuckery in the uh, the area of biological research and, mm. you know, the uh, arms race, as it were. So, yeah, and the well, artist labs. That's that's what I was looking for. So, Doctor Artist. So, he's so he goes on. He's got a podcast, the Doctor Artist Show, now, uh, selling clothing. Uh, yeah, usual. Um, oh, not kitchenware? N not as far as I can see. Clothing. <laughs> and um, vitamins. And, you know, it's 120 bucks for some lysine, zinc, vitam uh, vitamin C, and quercetin. And, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's a <laughs> Just the, the vitamin grift has been such a pervasive one for so many years and look i'm not against vitamins what i'm against is is, is profiteering off people's uh, um well, it's not it's people's fear right people people are scared and you could call it a know, medical grift in a way yeah yeah it, it it is and you know that's why i don't um put anything behind paywalls right so i was as i was getting ready to do this uh someone had put the last uh, peak prosperity in the discord and I, I was sort of skimming through that and he's so I, th I think the topic that he was talking about is that you know something that we've known again for a long time is that all-cause mortality is up and he's basically putting behind a paywall what he thinks is the cause for that and I'm sorry, man, that's a no-no. I, ca I can't countenance that type of um, 
like maybe if we weren't still dealing with this whole pandemic, it maybe yeah. then, but yeah but that you know it, what you're gonna hide that information from people because they won't join your patreon is is, is that where we're at yeah is, i mean because i would argue that's what's got us into this problem in the first place is that type of thinking oh certainly i mean just uh well you've got good people like uh well you had good people like robert malone on twitter that was putting out as solid an information as he could come up with you've got uh others that are still around like uh Parsifier and oh he's gone oh they, <laughs> they got him Walter, they? yeah man uh there's uh what there's just still a handful now and you know and you can try and get back onto twitter and you know but you're always struggling to sort of pick up numbers and then what what do you do you can't really engage in any debate or um and i'm in 240 words i'm just likely to kind of tell people to fuck themselves most of the time and uh you know the the science is way more nuanced than what happens on on twitter but you can sort of reach people but again this type of censorship this type of um weaponizing of information okay of course there's going to be a component to it but you know you know how we we diffuse that by setting in an example and not hiding stuff behind Patreon walls and um, stepping up and, um, you know, show, showing some integrity uh, in, in, in those regards. And so he's literally, I don't, like I said, I don't know what he's talking about with respect to what he thinks of the, the mechanisms, but uh, I bet you it'll be a riff on what I've been talking about, which is uh, amyloidosis and the trigger into hyperinflammatory states and um the and and we we know looking at the data wh where that death is occurring right and one of the leading causes is dementia well that kind of right? ties That's back gone through to the, the uh ah, the covid zombies and you know the uh you know yep. the mental issues we had talked about early on in this that were yep. some that were you know one of those key kind of sequelae that we're really concerned about yep and, <laughs> another uh, one too that i think i'm only just now hearing mainstream media talk about is fertility male fertility yes. specifically about how oh by the way conads uh the gonads get attacked by covid yep and you know there was a intriguing monkey study that came out and hamster study uh sort of one after the other where they showed uh you know the hamsters had shrunken testicles the um, I, I want to I say there wasn't the degree of shrinkage in the primates, but they did they did find the sperm motility. If I'm I might be misremembering that particular fact, but um, but for sure in the animal models, that's what we're seeing. And look, we have to use these animal models to guide us right now because the okay you can you can find cohorts of individuals who will present with some kind of symptom and the problem with clinical studies is, is trying to get a a good control and you know often what happens is you get a washout effect where you'll say well and this is what they did to people who were suffering with sort of um the 
ME type illnesses for many, many years. And I, I've, I've been subject to it myself, which is, well, other people get over it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there, go on. You've, uh, you've had, uh, you've had two weeks off. Get back, get back to work. And the, the uh, it's tough to, and especially when, you know, when I was going for that was 30 years ago, but the, you're you're like one person in this evidence-based medicine paradigm where it's completely reliant on um large statistics often and and so the the unique data point that is you will get washed out in um you know very very large uh, population type studies right and you know the well we're sort of Get, getting away from the, the point of what, what we were talking about, which is, you know, why why are there people dying at an accelerated rate? Oh, and, certainly, yeah, the increased mortality. And, you know, I, well, the fact that we're seeing dementia, diabetes, and cardiovascular um, events, not, not pulmonary distress, but heart attack, um, uh, th these are all indicators of this uh, coagulopathy and the seeding of uh, amyloid uh, around the body. And this this is um, well, we you know you have to dig into that data. But then, what happens when they turn around and they do say, well, yeah. Um, we chose a therapeutic pathway which recapitulates the, the most dangerous parts of the virus and have your body produce them in a, a unpredictable fashion as a pro-drug. And, you know, there's, uh, you have to explain all that death. Now, uh, some of it could come from the, vi uh, the virus itself. Certainly. It could be a combination of virus and vaccine. It could be a combination of um, poverty, uh, all, all sorts of factors. Well, I mean, we're all if, playing. if we look at some of the cogent data on Omicron, it looks like it is a vaccine-aided strain. I mean, we can be very thankful that it's an incredibly minor strain, but it looks like in those that have had the mRNA technologies that it's a little bit easier for them to get it and it's a little bit worse when they well, do. you know there's there's debate around whether it's worse or not in the most well these are kind of in relative terms because you know mm -hmm. being the most mild strain that we've encountered thus far yeah and Again, what what do we count as mild? So we don't we don't see the well. That's uh, fair. I guess the, I should say as compared to the uh, the the big on the screen, you're gonna fall over and have to be put on a ventilator because your lungs turn into crap thing. Mm. So yeah, I guess I I guess I should say the uh, the media friendly version of what's gonna happen with COVID. Not any of the long COVID. Not any of the weird sequelae. Not any of the going crazy. Not any of the anything else. Mm. And like I say, we don't we, and you know, you're getting into this escape variant paradigm 
as well, which could be making things worse. I was speaking to someone yesterday, uh, teenager. Well, it was her brother, and had been vaxxed and was keep has is keep coming down with uh, positive um, uh, COVID. And it's not getting better, and um, the the mother thinks it's because other kids are not haven't been vaccinated that this issue is happening. Oh, that's that is the most asinine stance that I've encountered throughout this whole thing. Mm. Like, well, but, but you know what the mother thinks that vaccines are, are this sterilizing um, agent. Right? Like, well, I mean, like if we look at the definition vaccine. two years ago, they were. But now, and of course. And so, you know, there was a there was a new paper out um, where they said, oh, we, you know, we do see some reduction in viral, uh, you know, infective viral load if you're boosted. But the the thing is, is that there's still virus. And 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 so what? Everyone now has to be on the fourth, the fifth. Uh, where does where does that end? And there's there's. Well, it doesn't. Well, it, uh, I mean, not as long as uh, old uh, old Bill and Tony get their way. Yes, and you know, I I feel terrible for the fact that a, a teenager who might have shrugged off the you know the first encounter is has this variable in his own unique experience that can't be undone right had they had they waited and seen how things were then you know that they could they could still have got gotten vaxxed right if if there were if there were issues yeah you can but, you can always just get the vaccine later yes I I would argue that right now. Or we, I should say, done. you could always you could always get the mRNA technology installed later. Yes, <laughs> uh, more technical and a steep way of uh, putting it. I I agree with that uh, take. And um, I'm well. We're we're in a situation where the the mainstream narrative around covid is collapsing well it's been uh, it's been an emperor with no clothes for many years for with us but oh it has it's just that i mean well much like hunter's laptop they're just they're having to admit certain things that just are out there and just are known mm. yep and what do you how do you get round this? And you know that was something that, uh, that they were touching on this, that Chris Martinson um, stream that you have to make it what you called common knowledge, I guess. Um, well, if, if it's not common knowledge now, I, I don't I don't get where we where we go from here. And I I'm I would argue that in a sort of Bayesian analysis right now that you could look at the at what's happening and because of the malfeasance that's taken place at a at a scientific level at a at a um public 
uh, health decision-making level, um, that these people know that retribution will will be coming. And so they or their only avenue, because they're not going to fess up, they're not going to fess up to Hunter's laptop. And so they're not going to fess up to uh, their role in the, uh, the, the creation of this chimera. And so the only avenue they have out is to drive towards ever more chaos so that people forget the, <laughs> the preceding few years. And I, w I would exactly, uh, I would argue that's exactly what we're seeing right now. Well, indeed. Uh, congratulations, Comrade Putin, on defeating COVID. <laughs> you, uh, Shout out to Base Putin. And you, look, you did man, it. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm looking at that conflict and um, I, you know, I've been saying we are not the good guys here. No. We are not this 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 idea that we're going in and defending democracy are we really going to fall for that again i mean i've after i've been saying this and i've heard it repeated elsewhere i i know i'm not the first but you know we're um america america will fight vladimir putin until the last ukrainian body hits the floor yep, yep. until there's not one yep. more ukrainian left to fight by god we'll fight him and well we'll we'll probably because they need to cover their own institutional failings fight with americans too they just hope that they can do it with ukrainians first they hope that that's going to be enough indeed they do indeed they do i um, uh, i i sincerely hope that this operation can get wrapped up fairly quickly before the uh, the talking heads get around to convincing more people that they need to send their boys to die for absolutely nothing. Mm. Yeah, and um, you know the it, that that machine in particular is geared towards. I'm not French. Says Zelensky will fight to the last Christian. Yeah, that's uh, probably a, a stupid point. Um, the unless, of course, uh, to be fair, they're a member of IDAR or Azov. Uh, well, you know, they're, they're being routed right now, but, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's arguments about whether Russia is prosecuting the war like it should be. Maybe it's been too, uh, kid gloves. Hang on. I got, I got to just hang that up. No, we'll just uh, forget it. It's my, my Skype. Um, I know what it is. It's to do with my visa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, go away. Uh, hello. Hi, Masanori. Uh, I'm actually on a call with someone. Could you call back in a, a little while? Okay, thank you. Oh, goodness. Okay, thank you. Uh, sorry, where were we? Oh, no problem. Um, Zelensky will uh, fight to the, the last uh, Christian unless they've uh, joined Azov or Idar, I think was the last mm. thing I said. Yeah, and, you know, the, they've taken, I would argue, Maripol. I'm interested to see what uh, the 
comes out of that steelworks. You know, there's a lot of rumors and what have you. But there's talk um, of something that's thirty meters under Azovstal. There yep. certainly is. Uh, um, they they say it's called the pit, and I yes. don't know much more than that. Well, you know, for the moment, I would until we get more data, I would just be careful. But we have enough already without the need to go into well yeah we were actually we were talking about this just before we uh went on you know about how we've now got confirmation that metabiota is directly involved with these biological research labs which and we can say just based on the fully declassified released u.s dod data that these laboratories were built in some cases to deal with biological weapons in this case dismantling them as they are meant to be old Soviet biological weapons, but that doesn't change the fact that they are built to that standard and to that purpose. Mm. Never minding yes. also that in later documents it says, hey, we can come in here and tell you whatever you need to do, whatever new project needs to get done. We've got direct oversight, etc., etc. Yes, and the... The simple fact is that we went from them calling anyone talking about laboratories in Ukraine, uh, conspiracy theorists and nonsense peddlers to the Pentagon admitting we've we've got dozens and we've poured in billions of dollars in the matter of weeks. We've got paperwork that goes back to show that they were um, scouting for Russian um, synovial fluid or, or genetic material for synovial fluid oh indeed and th this is um that's I, I don't know how much more data or evidence that you need in a court of law to be saying well you know hang on a minute this this has um you can buy a goofed like goofed up there and just you know you did you, you did the crime now do the time and like I say, I th I think that there, there's so many potentially cultural, well, yeah, I guess cultural, right? We've we've sort of made the hey Alex, can you close Daddy's door, please? Thank you, big boy. Daddy doesn't have mint. Daddy's speaking to someone. Thank you. Um, what was I? The um. So yes, we've got the we've got them on you know what essentially is the promulgation of race-based biowarfare, um, the gaming of corporate use their vernacular the stakeholder um, mechanisms and uh, their penetration into uh, civic structures uh, to manipulate large. Uh, masses of people, while at the same time engaging on experimentation in their own population, these are these are massive, massive crimes. And, oh, yeah, I mean you know, this I'm... this is written specifically into the Hague. Yes, like yeah. these are these are yeah. these are legit, full-on international crimes against humanity in some cases. Yes. Yep. And, like if uh... if some of the things are to be believed, uh, possibly even on a on a surprisingly wide scale. Uh, that would be putting it mildly. And the... 
well, the in this respect, you know, who are you going to hold responsible? Okay, so you get rid of Fauci and the 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 bureaucratic heads of these organisations, but you know, there's a there's an argument to be made for completely dismantling these programmes and the way that they're the way that they're being run and operated. Oh yeah, um, from the top to the bottom. Have, sorry. Oh, from the top to the bottom, absolutely. They need to be dismantled. And the, um, the. Uh, I'm getting beeped again. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. We're just not having the best of luck. Uh, the. So we're. And, and so how do we? How do we? begin that process and look i know i know we're trying many a legal approach and uh, richard has teamed up with reiner fulmich to begin uh, indicting people in the us and you know like i said i can't i can't do anything right all i can do is uh, the the bit of science that i i can contribute and the throwing of hand grenades from over here but the um, I don't. Th I I think the scale is such that you you're going to be in a situation where, what, the U.S. courts are going to be punishing the, these U.S. institutions. How's that going to work? That's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be a, um, a farce of a um, show trial. Well, you get something like what's happened with the uh, the Sacklers and uh, all their opiates. You know, they're they're getting uh, fines and slaps on the wrist, where you know thousands and thousands and thousands of people died because of their greed and desire to just move more move more uh, opioids. They don't care about mm -hmm. people. I mean, these people shouldn't just be in jail. They should be in. They, I mean, they should be tried for the amount of murders that they essentially did. But mm -hmm. yeah. You know, we we don't get anything like that. Yep, and uh, this is a um... all right. It's, it's a dark spot to be in because, like I say, they they have the capacity to be able to. They're, they're insulated, dude. You think they go hungry? You think they're concerned about gas or access to fuel or anything like that? They don't care. Well, you know, actually, and... I can perfectly encapsulate that for you. In the words of Pete Buttigieg, uh, he, when asked about uh, gas prices, he said, well, why don't you just get an electric car? Then you don't have to pay for gas. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll, I'll just do that. with, I'll, I'll just dip into my, uh, my, the, the gas money that I just set aside at the beginning of the year for the whole year and buy an electric car instead because that's mm -hmm. how I live my life when I deliver you know, food to people. And um, I think someone, someone must be sarcastic in the chat. With uh, Elon will not bear the sword in vain. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't know about Elon Musk. I mean that that's as about as transhumanist as you can get. And um, you know where where are his ethical um, boundaries? And oh, that's I'm, a good I'm not question. So sure. I I can say with certainty. He wants to live on Mars and uh, wants to take people with him that are one, that are willing to go. And well, that's fair, you know. And if he's willing to do just about anything to get there and 
you know, not burn the world down in the process. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to kind of tacitly support him until he fucks up. Yeah, and he hasn't really done that yet, so. Well, uh, you know, what about uh, his satellites being used for uh, targeting and drones in Ukraine? Uh, well, yeah, but by that same notion, I mean, Russians can use them and you can access RT on his satellite network. Uh, true, true. So, I um, mean, if if one were so inclined, I mean, you could be a you could be a filthy Moscovite and, you know, hop on there with your DJI drone and report uh, stuff back to RT. So, I mean, fair is fair. Yeah. I mean, he is he's playing it down the line, which is what you really ought to do. And, uh, and there's more money there anyway, you know. Sell to both yes, sides. Yes, that's that's uh, that's very true. Um, just good business. I, yeah, and that's again. I would I would just be concerned about is that is that really where we should be positioning ourselves as a as a species? Uh, I'm, I've I, we've seen the results of that. It's where, it's where we are now, and. Yeah, there's, there's well, there's lines, you know. There's there's a certain line that you uh, that you want not to be crossed, and that's that's what the government's supposed to be there for. But now they're the ones doing the line crossing. So uh, yes, and again, I would just say we're in the only comparable time I would say would be the Second World War, and or uh, or just prior, you know, just prior and. In a very debauched Germany. Well, you know, it's, it's when you want to consider the Second World War started, and you could. You, uh, there's arguments that you could go way back into the thirties, really, to um, see the confluence of events that sort of led to rot, what if we you consider will, the Axis powers and the um, the. the or as they say, all of a sudden, for no reason at all. Yeah, right. It just, just, just sprung out like that. And um, we're we're in this situation right now. And I don't, I don't. I'm concerned about the tilt towards savior type figures, like a uh, Elon Musk, or you know, you could be on the other side and think uh, Zelensky is uh, the, the coming of the Messiah. There's um, plenty who do. Yeah, I can have to turn off the mic. As a matter of fact, I've seen, I've, I've seen tattoos already. So I mean, people are ah, oh, they they love them some Zelensky, and uh, yeah, and yeah. um, it's what is that? why is it doing what I focus? I have to look at the the menu. All right, just stupid thing. Um. So, uh, as Infidel saying, don't tell anyone, but Russians can target those Starlink receivers. Uh, yeah, maybe, but maybe as they're being used as well. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, you know, my my concern is the bleeding over of what was very much the domain of state into what's become private industries now that we're we're using and. Uh, and we're, you know, it, it's like um, well, it's a cyberpunk uh, dystopia. People, yeah, in a, in a way, and you know, it, we we 
certainly signaled that we're prepared to go there as we mined all those minerals using <laughs> child labor and uh, everything else and um, Chinese people that are, well, <laughs> you know, incarcerated in sweatshops where they're, they're having to put safety nets around everywhere because they're worked. Um, those are happiness nets, sir. Happiness they, nets, They yes. catch all the happiness so that it stays in the building. They don't want to let yes. any of that happiness out because they have <laughs> the happiest workers. I mean, we can just take Disney, for instance. I mean, they thank them uh, deeply for all of their assistance in the uh, making of Mulan. You know, so obviously it's one of the happiest places on Earth if Disney's going to be thanking them for it. Indeed. And the... <laughs> That's it. That's just another tangent to go down. Oh, isn't it, though? Oh, man. Yes. Uh, the world has grown quite clowny. Uh, dark, I would say. And, you know, in, yes. in that darkness, man, I don't know. I, I, all I can do is just keep trying to, to come up with some sort of um, sense of humor in, in the face of it. Because otherwise you, did, you do go jumping from buildings when they when they come and uh you in shanghai you could say goodbye to uh that pussycat and the the dog that you'd uh so lovingly cared for oh, <laughs> and man. You those, in... those videos are horrifying yeah yeah it, yeah. I, yeah it i i can't watch some of them because it's and it, i mean there's only one i've seen that's overtly terrible the rest of them are just you know, maybe some dead animals or animals in bags, but I mean, just uh... just seeing that and knowing that they're doing that to these people and knowing that they're doing that to these people over Omicron is what really, really bothers me. Well, th so th th there's a question there, which is, what do they know that we don't? And, you know, the... Th well, I mean, it wasn't built in, uh, wasn't built in an American laboratory. Well, not, in, not that iteration, but... <laughs> Well, we do, we we don't know. Um, maybe maybe they've done the the long calculations. Maybe maybe they realise that you know the West culturally, you know our our freedom is the freedom, that's that's a stupid way of putting it. But our our cultural norms are such that we don't have the stomach to do what they do. And they, well, we place a greater. They, um... We place a much greater value on autonomy than we do on. Mm, I don't even know what you would call that. Just progress. Well, it depends, on, depends on your metric, but in yeah, in these in these yeah. instances, you, you're dealing with a um, situation where you know don't don't disturb your enemy when he's busy shooting himself in the foot. And we could be shooting ourselves in the foot right now. Um, you know, there's been no pretense towards making uh, strategic control groups in in our populations. There's uh, there's nothing. Well, the strategic control groups, as a matter of fact, they've demonized and villainized and said, "Hey, these these are the people that are spreading the COVID." Actually. Mm -hmm. You know these these people that we should be absolutely be trying to keep safe, to uh, to have that control to say, oh fuck, what's happening to us? Look at how these people aren't all getting X, Y, and Z. Mm. 
Yes, and there, therein lies the rub right now. So why why wouldn't China um, maintain a uh, very very strategic posture whilst the you know the, the chronic morbidities begin to take a hold? So you know the number the numbers of excess death that we're dealing with, and and this isn't in just the the end of stage life it's across all of a working age population i think is a, a, a good a, a good descriptor um when you're when you're seeing those types of increases that means that that your your own strategic reserve is being whittled away so that when when they come out of their like the tunnels, right? The guys from Vietnam and there, they come out from those tunnels and pop up uh, in in the middle of you. Um, th there isn't there isn't enough people to uh, hold the line, as it were. And you know, wh why? And you know, we could be in a situation under under these circumstances where we, we could be seeing the very worst of human behavior emerging in out of Ukraine and we're or, or the U the US the West or, or the oligarchy of our structures have had a a fundamental hand in it and maybe maybe it's a case that much of the world has just become sick and tired of it maybe maybe they'll um, they'll back Russia and China um, you know Russia, Russia shares a border with uh, a lot of countries that are net uh, producers of commodities. Well, this is actually and something we've discussed at great length on the podcast before, and that's you know how by using this nuclear option of cutting them out of SWIFT, it's it's done. There's there's nothing more to do. You can't do anything other than just go to war now. And what, I mean, basically now, the death of the petrodollar has, it has a date. Don't know what that date is, but it has one now. Well, you, you could argue we, we blew right past it as soon as, as soon as those, those moves were made. And, you know, I, 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 I wonder, again, why, why wouldn't they play the long game here i don't you know i don't see russia ceding territory in ukraine right now right they've they're going to hold on to the east of the country i think they'll take all of the coastline and then they'll um well it, it's that pan-eurasian supercontinent and you know maybe you know maybe it's all it's all part of that sort of Belt and Road, etc., and Smart City Paradigm. Maybe, maybe. Um, I'm not. I'm not so sure it's that clean cut. Yeah, I uh, think. Do you think? I think things got really weird with the WEF, and Vladimir has become a bit of a uh, rogue actor. I, if I'm guessing, now I can't put a lot to that, but that's kind of the feeling I'm getting. And um, what well, he's he's putting his own people first. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, the last person that did that, and even partially did that here in America, you know, we uh, we didn't hear the end of it about how evil he was. And I mean, mm. 
I mean, we're talking about the king of Israel here, to be fair. And yeah. and they hated his fucking guts. I mean, on, on that, on even that specific note, old Benji, he was what, three, four days in to saying, hey, yeah, there's something fucky here. Benji's like, hey, good good job, Joe. Congratulations. Uh, good good to see you in the office. Mm. Like, ah. Uh, yep. Ah, uh, thanks, Greatest yes. Ally. Thank you so much. Yes. You guys are awesome. <laughs> yes, who could forget that? And and so, you know, where are, are those people taking positions right now? Look, you know, pe people have been sending me stuff about how uh, Ukraine is supposed to be the new Kiev is supposed to be like the new Jerusalem and stuff. And you know, I haven't I haven't taken the time to uh, look into that. But, you know, we, for sure, we were looking at the uh, the. Well, I mean, there, there's a there's president. a bit of a comparison there, you know, in that uh, uh, Zelensky fights like Palestinians do. In uh, uh, many cases. <laughs> well, or, you know, um, or like Israelis, depending on which narrative you like. Yeah, it's uh, it's a depending on which front you're on, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, mean, it's always somebody standing behind kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, but look, we we signed on to civilian casualties as uh, as war over the last 20 years. It, it was all right because it weren't ours. And right. Now, now we're getting to a point where oh, suddenly, suddenly, yeah, you're you're dealing with war on Europe's uh, southern flank, and you know, it's, history will rhyme, I presume, not 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 repeat. And you know, it it might it might just be the fact that uh, there are calculations that have been made that over over the course of time and, and history that they can sort of paint the Russians and Putin as the as the Adolf Hitler or Stalin of the 21st century uh, and continue a uh, these well, horrendous type projects in in the knowledge or, or, or under a working paradigm where they think it's it's for the their greater good it, it's a it's a worthy goal to be pursuing and why why shouldn't why shouldn't russia not push back against that no no absolutely um, i mean i i'm glad to see somebody standing up against the wef and everything they stand for yeah and look man he he was uh he he arrested the oh i forget his name now the theater director that sort of was running the narratives of the sort of Putin era. Hmm. Uh, what's his name? Are you talking Zelensky. about the uh, the oligarch that Zelensky had arrested recently? No, no. This is because um... because that one is a kind of a funny story in himself too. I believe it's uh, Medvedchuk, and uh, yeah, this is this is someone different, and he's he's actually a uh, he was a huge linchpin in. Um... Uh, Putin's sort of rise and, and taking of power and uh, th this was David Junkie says Putin was accepted into the OEF not long ago yeah but um, you know he's on, he's on stage in the WEF uh, pushing Russia's case um, I, 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 I'm just I, I think it's easy to get sucked into this idea of uh, there's that very particular cabal 
and um, we've got our enemy right now. And uh, I, I think it's it, it's far more complex than that. And I think that what we're seeing right now is the um, the flipping over the tables and everyone rushing to position themselves to see that they get the the uh, the. Well, everybody's in there. I got to get mine moment because uh, the uh, the big boys at the table are like, "Listen, we're doing our in game thing, so you know if you're gonna if you're gonna act, you you better act now because we're gonna divvy out the world into whatever we think it is." Yeah, and why why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't Russia push for their place at the table? You know, what? Are we just supposed to just buy into the global homo corporate model? Uh, which the WEF is is part of, but the the Western approach that's been taken, I I don't know. I I'm I've sort of put the premise forward. But you know, you're gonna you're gonna be walking into some technocracy of twenty first century. That's just um, the, the progression of life. Uh, you know, and we've we've seen it time and time again. No, just the, the next phase comes... of the Anthropocene, if you will. Yeah, and so what? Which which model do you want to be under? Do you want to be under the global homo model, or you want to be under the more sort of trad nationalist type model, where it's a, it's a more sort of multipolar world, and uh, you know the the people that would be behind the projects that would you know ignite Ukraine and and Europe don't have the or not in a position to be able to push world events in in a manner that they would like to, and and after the last two years, I've had to reappraise many of my positions as I've you know I've argued vociferously before in the past about the need for or or, or the superiority of Western values. Well, okay, well which Western values? Right, what, a, what, what are we talking? That's, uh, yeah, that's that's the real crux of it. It's like, are we talking about, uh, you know, Drag Queen Story Hour or are we talking about Disney? Which, unfortunately, yeah. those two fall in the same camp now. Yep. And um, I don't want anything to do with that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's my fundamental right to be uh, opposed to uh, that type of ideology. Now, look, I don't want I don't want to be in an ideology where someone who, who would be contrarian or or. Uh, sort of pushes back the way that I do as a I'm going to get a knock on the door and I'm going to get taken off and n not heard from again you know th I, I do think there's a middle path to be able to be walked here oh um, there certainly but is the, and you know I don't want I don't want to be sort of eulogizing all of uh, Russia's actions and um, what have you but I'm I'm so so dismayed with what we've produced and, and what is it we've produced oh very very sophisticated biowarfare and gene modification technologies well okay um <laughs> who, who voted for that that's a, there you go yeah that's the question who voted for that i didn't i've i've voted against it at every opportunity i've had as a matter of fact as a matter of fact as a person who is a huge lover of weapons of all varieties and an absolute extremist on support 
of the human right of self-defense. I draw the line at biological weapons because that's too far. Mm. Yep. There's, uh, there's, there's no, it's, it's too much of an existential threat. Well, it's, Whether... there's, there's two things that are too far. Self-replicating organic machine disassembling nanites or gray goo and biological weapons. Self-replicating weapons are too far. And that's well. You could argue that's what we have right now, Maybe and um, we're in a uh, again very very uncertain time. And like I say, I don't, you know, what can you do? You, what you're gonna you're gonna sit there analyzing the politics and the the institutions? Which is, this is precisely why I've I've gone down the pathway that I've done. I don't want to have the debates with the people in those institutes that I know are broken and rotten. And it doesn't matter whether it's my own domain in the sciences, all of all of it is there's very, very little that I, I think could be extracted from the uh, the current manifestation of these entities and, and say, oh, yeah, we want to carry that through uh, to to uh, a, a new a new way of, of doing stuff. Oh yeah, and... like like for instance the WHO that that organization their remit, great sure, but honestly, we might be better just burning the whole thing down and building a new one that's uh, cleaner, leaner, and a lot more accountable. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's something that we've lost, and you'll continue to lose it as you allow cor the corporate and the government to continue this morphing process that's currently underway and you know i i'm i'm of the opinion right now and I, I, this is a conversation i've been holding for a long time now is it's just gotta just let it go let it implode and then we'll see who's left standing afterwards and we'll yeah. we'll, we'll work from that oh yeah um, yeah we need to let the failing systems fail because yeah we by keeping these things propped up it's it's spreading that cancer to everything else around it. Mm. And this is a, well, again, um, we've, we can see the results of that right now. Um, you know, look, people have been sending me, you know, what <laughs> it does look like, um, Joe Biden whipping a tied up Asian girl in the, you know, they're both in the nude and, um, you know, it's supposed to be from his laptop. And what have you, but um, <laughs> now, did you say Joe? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I've I have seen one still that was kind of chintzy, so that's probably what that still is from. Uh, yeah, and um, it's it's a disturbing. Like I say, you need to get your hands on the real digital file, not some someone filming from a cell phone and a screen, but irrespective of whether it's joe biden or not um there's a there's a disturbing element to me that uh we've built our cultures around the satisfaction of appetites that we would we would countenance that this idea that you know you would you would be like i say even even if that was consensual um it's <laughs> i think I, I i'm i'm struggling to Wrap wrap my right mind around 
allowing people like that into positions of influence all the time and this is this is again gets to the the crux of the problem that we've we've allowed and you know no side is perfect in this particular instance and of course it's all there's always going to be that element to human nature but the fact that we can um we can we can see it and if 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 it's on those hard drives and it's been actively suppressed for political expediency tell me again how we're in any way the, the moral arbiters in in the current conflict that we're finding ourselves in i i can't see it or honestly I'm, any I'm, conflict at that point i mean that that shows that the rot just goes from the very bottom to the very top yep and you know uh, our children aren't safe at school and even your children once they've um turned into you know young adults are, are still being predated by these monsters indeed and indeed. I, and, <laughs> and again they will they will do i i believe anything anything to stop people from understanding who these people are now like i say it might just be someone who looks like joe biden but i want to i want to find out where where do they allow a, a community like that to exist how come we, we we aren't more actively hunting this down how come it's it's found it's it's part of the nexus that we see around ukraine where metabiota is it's intimately linked to that sort of epsteinization of, of our institutions it and is no said it is said that uh, the greatest majority of uh, really really degenerate porn the really illegal stuff comes out of ukraine yeah I, I, this I have no doubt. Child trafficking, all sorts. Like I was looking at this. Uh, I did a stream last night. It was just on one report, which was from the expose, which was showing that the U.S. had been giving giving money. But again, you know, we're finding more and more of these uh, th these companies. This one is called uh, Labyrinth. Health Incorporated, I think it was Labyrinth Health Incorporated, and linked to, again, Metabiota, linked to th that particular network. And suddenly that name Labyrinth takes on a, a whole new meaning when you begin to learn about all these tunnels under Ukraine and the catacombs that they have and all, all this, well, the, the, the gutter where th this seedy side of human existence is allowed to exist and is actively used by degenerates who have got themselves into uh, positions of influence. Well, to, and, to specifically back that up, we can look at what we now know based on uh, what was going to go to trial for Epstein, that he ran a complicated network of... Uh, shall we say, uh, blackmail, amongst other things, because he got, we don't know who, for some reason, none of these people are going to be investigated for 
in some cases raping, in some cases maybe consensually. I don't understand how that works. Having sex with child prostitutes under his employ. So we're not. So that's just going to be sealed up and put away because you know it would be too too salacious for the world to know. But yeah. uh, beyond that, it's like this. This is now common knowledge. We all know that this is a thing that did occur. It's in court filings in the U.S. Like you can you can just uh-huh. look it up. There it is. We can't get the names, but we you can just look it up. There it is. There's this thing that was this crazy conspiracy. You're a crazy person to say that Maxwell Epstein... Um, oh, shit, I forget his name. Uh, Ghislaine's dad was running exactly the same Robert organization. Maxwell. Robert Maxwell, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. That Robert Maxwell was literally doing exactly this and just basically taught it to his daughter and, uh, you know, her... Uh... So, Vladislav Zerkov is the person I wanted to uh, bring up. Oh. Uh, so, this, this guy, and uh, like I say... Um, has been arrested by Putin. Uh, you know, there seems to be some sort of uh, purge, and you know, and again, I don't think that these people are paragons of virtue either. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't feel that I've got the moral or ethical obligation to be defending the Russians when I know that we're dealing with such horrendous individuals and organizations in our own camp and people will not speak up are are too frightened are too concerned about their pensions and their lifestyles to to take the hit or the risks to their um that you know their modern lifestyle and (laughs) i would as, as someone who's sitting very much on the outside of this um looking at both sides Right now, um, it 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 seems it seems to me that um, we can, in in some way, we can silo what would be I don't know the the worst excesses of the Putin domain cadre, primarily because of uh, language barriers and you know cult- cultural differences. Right, it's it's easier to. Um, seal borders but on our side we've become so internationalized so uh, intertwined across so many different functional domains that I'm (laughs) well I don't that the calls of uh, being or the process of being called a traitor is 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 not far uh, away I can see it coming Right, so they know they know in with respect to someone like myself that their usual tools don't work. Like uh, you know, they'll they'll say, oh, you know, that he's, he's a racist or he's a misogynist or what you know the usual. Um, yeah, the yeah, classic methods dialect. Of attack. Yeah. yeah, and so the the new ones are going to be ones where uh, are you are you ideologically. Uh, sound with respect to the West's ideals against a uh, 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 what they will class as an existential threat in 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 Russia, in in their systems, and um, oh yeah, um, I'm I I can't wait until they start coming up with the we've got to fight them there, so that they won't hit us here argument for Russia. Yeah. I I can't wait to hear. 
to hear fucking to hear my goddamn skin suit president come out here and try to justify that shit. Yeah, and it's coming. It it's coming. Um, I'm and... I'm wondering if they're gonna have him try it or if they're gonna you know, you know, allow him to take the fall and then bring Officer Harris up to uh, you know be like the good one. Well, I th- I think there'll be some of that. Of course, you know they've got fallback plans in in place and you know maybe they realized that this was a chance to uh, sort of purge the biden um network if you like out of the and you know people will uh you know roar like it's the coliseum and uh, they'll be able to carry on with the same the same attitude towards uh oh yeah nothing will change when uh Nothing will change on the day that they actually do decide to get rid of Biden. Nothing will change at all. They'll mm. just pin all of the bad shit on him. And it'll be easy. Mm. I mean, we've been talking about Metabiota this whole time. And uh, yeah. the contents of uh, that damnable laptop. Which is why I think it's not too far away now that, you know, we've actually got CIA mouthpiece The Washington Post talking about it. You mm. know, when... When it's gone to there, when CNN's talking about it and giving credence to this, then, yeah, they're basically just, they're floating it out there. And then I figure they're going to, now, the Metabiota thing, that makes it a little complicated. Like the uh, the ties to Burisma, the ties to uh, Gazprom, that, that really makes that whole narrative against Russia really difficult to maintain. And they can't really... I mean, they can't throw that one onto Trump. They literally can't. They try as they might. It's like they have to fall back on the previously established narrative, even though it's been, you know, utterly found out to be false. At least it's still in people's minds. And like, uh, there's people that there are people that have the Mueller report as a giant damn book on their coffee table and think that in some way this is an own on Trump. People, you are holding a book full of evidence of how they couldn't find a way to to get it. You've got a whole book saying, look, here are all the ways we couldn't get this guy. And and that's supposed to be like some kind of own. Like it's people know, are breathtakingly dumb. And uh, well, I think people are they wanna maintain comfort and people don't like getting out their comfort zone and so in in that uh environment we we find ourselves being you know yes there are there are people that speak about this kind of stuff but again this this just brings me back to what we were speaking about at the beginning which was i don't know if we did that uh, on screen or not but or on stream uh which was that you can get people like Chris Martinson, which has a large following, that will take critical information and put it behind a Patreon. Oh yeah, that's actually how we're opening up. Yeah, no, that's and that's and you make a really excellent point with that. Like this data needs to be out. It has to be seen. It has to be understood. It has to be disseminated, and people mm-hmm. need to process it. The more people have this data, the better off we're getting. Like. You know, we were getting into some real critical mass kind of territory right before this whole Ukraine thing happened with people are like, hey, why are we still locked down? Why is this all going through? If this is the way we're going to do it, then we need to do it. 
and of course, well, you know, again, congratulations to Comrade Putin in uh, you know the curing of all COVID in uh, the West. <laughs> well, I, I say I don't, I don't think it's been uh, cured as such, but you know, this, like I say, I don't, I don't get how people can't see the mendacity in, like I say, Chris Martinson is considered one of the good good guys and like I say as I was getting ready to do, to speak with you and um I was getting uh, li listening to it and he, him sort of making all these moral and virtuous uh, claims about um you know how covid had taught him uh, what people that he thought were sort of moral moral paragons and ethical pa uh, people with decent ethics and and then and then pull a stunt like that in in that domain and this sort of you know sort of ties us back up to um with the venom and dr ardis um okay i don't i i don't think he's put stuff behind a, a paywall as such but where where was he in discussion with uh people within that circle about w what is the most appropriate way of trying to disseminate that data into the the public domain such that a large number of people will will pick it up and be able to utilize it in a way that doesn't open them to more exploitation and i again i can't i can't grasp this well i don't know you know would i would i be any any different in in a situation where suddenly the money and the views are there and you're trying to um main, i don't know maintain that american dream i don't know maybe my ethics would fly out the window too but you know i'm i'm not i, I i'm one hopes that much... they'll do the uh, the right thing in the wrong situation i know i've been tested and i don't i uh i don't i'll say this i don't have a lot of money and i deliver food so i mm. i think i made the right decision i guess yeah, like I said, you can you can keep moral you you can keep your moral and ethical principles, but I'll absolutely guarantee you you'll be poor. And that's that's a lot for people to um, grasp, right? That that they they don't want to be in that position. They don't want to be uh, a paycheck away from being destitute. And I, I get that. And you know, we need we need to find some other way of making it such that there isn't this well that that actually is happening you know we've got uh, we've got good people like torba building literally a uh, a second economy and a second set of tools that people can use so that they just uh, you know if if you're canceled well okay i guess we'll go into this bifurcated society and we'll just we'll just balkanize i guess whatever and in in a sense though that's that's kind of what the upper echelons that we have right now would want that that you're again siloed off from one another and look i'm i'm going down that pathway as well god damn it what is it with um... well i'll tell you something that i just came through kind of related kind of unrelated but um out of the uh russian mod the uh, metallurgical plant uh, metallurgical plant metallurgical plant um in uh, Mariupol has been taken, so there is no more cauldron. There is only, I believe, Azovstal and maybe Azov Mash. 
this is Russian Ministry of Defense. Yeah. And this Briefly is by Russian Foreign Ministry. FM Sergei Lavrov's schedule of the situation in Ukraine. Uh, Looks um, like this release came out maybe in the last 30 minutes. It's the blonde-haired woman? Oh, no, I just, from... Well, from from Intel Slava Z. Intel Slava Z? Oh, just... I will drop a link, actually, to that in uh, chat for everybody. And... And they can all go and follow a uh, pretty interesting, pretty interesting dude. Uh, the Patrick. Um... What's his name? Lancaster, I believe. Lancaster, yeah. Um, is that who you're talking about? Oh no, no, no. This is uh, this is somebody else. A um, I I don't know who they are. They're basically just a news ag- news aggregator. So I've got Russian Defense Ministry. Where did you drop the link? Tell you what, I'll put it in our uh, in our chat, so you've just got it directly on uh, Discord. The Ilyich uh, metallurgical plant, apparently, has just fallen, which would be the end of the cauldron, and basically that has uh, the only remaining positions. Uh, as uh, just on the shoreline, essentially. All right, so th- this this will be them. I'll, I'll play it. What's that metallurgical plant? Illich has been taken, thus the northern part of the Maripol cauldron actually ceases to exist. Oh, so this is just around Maripol. Yeah, uh, no, only specifically there. Yeah, I see. Um... In uh, in this instance, I would um, I say I hope they I hope they get it over with quickly. And if if our worst uh, assumptions are in any way true, that it could be dragged out into the open. <laughs> this I this su- is why. I'm... I'll say this: I sincerely hope that if the things that we hear about being underneath Azovstal are true, that the best people in the entire Russian Federation, the toughest, smartest, baddest dudes, are down there trying to save lives. Because we need to bring everyone out of that place alive. And they need to talk. And they have to tell the world the truth. Yep. Um, I I, I hope so, too. And, you know, there's... there's lots of indicators that there is something that they're trying to protect down there whether it's nato personnel or you know, even like I say even if it's some horrible spin-off of biomedical research that um well it doesn't bear thinking about um right it, if it's been done it needs it needs dragging out and these people n- need to be held uh, responsible, and I, I would, I would be of the opinion, and this is in a metaphorical sense of, of you go scorched earth after anything that's within any, you know, I don't know how many degrees of separation you want to take, but we've got a pretty good picture now of how compromised the institutions are, how compromised um, 
public individuals are and um it has it it literally has impacts on all of our lives right now um you know huh? I, got, I had a rough time with covid um i'm uh you know i sort of see it as my kids nearly lost their father and you know i um i want people to be held uh responsible not just because of what was done to my family but so many families now around the world and well, you know i've got a i've got a really uh a noteworthy story on that i had a lady on here a really really great one she's um we follow each other on twitter she's really nice and she works with the uh, nhl as one of their um physical therapy people so she never lost her job during all this because the nhl is the nhl but mm. being that industry, she knows a lot of gym owners and other people. She's had two friends commit suicide because their lives were completely ruined by COVID. And there was there was no coming back. It's like everything they had built was destroyed. Yeah. And yeah, yeah and, and that's that's just one one story in a sea of stories of people's lives utterly destroyed by this. Well, I'm just uh, if not in one way, in another. You know, these people were completely healthy, un unrelated, and unaffected by COVID. Mm. Yeah, it's tragic. Like I say, there's, you know, people need to be held responsible, and it, it the, the the comeback from it needs to be so overwhelmingly devastating to the people that played a part in it. That uh, it it wipes the, you know people won't think about doing it again for a thousand years. Truly, right? <laughs> that's that's what that's what I, you know, anything you know, you know this. The people responsible for these crimes, they must be made to pay, and they must be made to pay in the harshest of terms. Yeah, and I would I would I would literally go so far as to say, you know, who who were the people that were able to push public opinion? And whether in you know the old media space or in the the new, uh, yeah, from your CNN anchors to your influencers, yeah, um, you, you should be held responsible for your actions over the last few years. Well, like I say, where, um, where where do we draw the line? But um you know in, in my mind this this has to be done so people so people just don't want to go there again and you know i, I think a lot of that is about making sure that they can't shut down dialogue that um we because that's how they managed to sort of pull a lot of this off was through um censorship of individuals and people and you know, that's that's what I found when I was just trying to say to people, no, you're not dealing with a respiratory pneumonia. This is something different. This is, um, there's this neurological component and boom, uh, the, the censorship came in all forms that I just was like, okay, that's, it's, it's pointless me trying to sort of leverage an academic position. So I, I went sort of scorched earth approach to um, keep making this point and realized that the the way to move forward through this is you're going to save hundreds maybe a few thousand 
post you know, this process and keep keep a sort of flame alive with respect to what happened and where how do we deal with it now where do we go in in the future and um you know if there's I don't know how successful of a strategy that is. I mean, it got somewhere rather than nowhere when just trying to be, um, trying to trying to do the the straight edged approach. And well, the best we can do really is just to point the fingers exactly where they need to be pointed and make yeah. as many people aware of these problems as possible. Because as people grow more desperate, they will do more desperate things, and if they know where that desperation has hmm, sourced itself, then perhaps they will act accordingly. Well, we can we can only hope and um, well we'll we'll see we'll see where the chips fall right now because they're in that process. And you know that ev there's a a very clear line over the last two years where okay, but you know, let's just take modern times as the last two years from that point okay we can say okay we 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 can look at all of these networks and say okay that needs wrapping up right now and everything needs to be audited everything needs to be uh, pulled out into the open and i don't know um i don't think a sort of south african truth and reconciliation uh model is the way to go because look at south africa no. right now um no, South Africa's going the way of Rhodesia. Yes, very much so. And, you know, there... Well, there's a, a argument to be had that in in the direction that South Africa took is how they want to take all of us. Absolutely. They, they want... And in that, we have to avoid being dragged into that space. Right That's now. absolutely right. I mean, even when we had the King of Israel in in office, you know, he was still pushing really hard to keep us out of uh, these forever wars and to wrap these up. And, and saying what you will, I honestly think the Abraham Accords are a brilliant way to uh, kind of get around that particular set of prophecy that's over there. You know, if you've got everybody... And you've got them all agreeing to peace. Well, it's going to be kind of hard to run, you know, your silver wire over everybody's thing unless you come up with a really good, you know, business model for them to, you know, agree to it. You're not going to be able to conquer everywhere. You're not going to be able to have your uh, greater holy land, shall we say. Um, well, we saw how long that lasted. Oh, indeed so. we did. Indeed we did. As I said before, you know, old Benji was quick to call up Joe and say, congratulations, Joe. Mm. Yeah. And, well, it, you know, again, it gets down to the metaphysical of what what we're uh, dealing with. And, you know, maybe, maybe much of this chaos has been planned again. They know how to manipulate people in such a way as to... To, to keep keep the cycle perpetuating and you know i've spoke about this before and i you know how many times have we been here as a species 
right? And if we can, if you just took the conservative examples of human beings, modern anatomically distinct human beings being around for, let's say, 150,000 years. That's, yeah, that's 15 cycles of sort of 10, 10 to 12,000 years, which seems to be this window that we operate in. And who, who, who manages to get through such that they can position themselves <laughs> in the next cycle, such that they're, they're, that we find ourselves in this uh, in in this current milieu, <laughs> one of the better expression. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah um, it's it's a real situation. It's like the uh, the same. If uh, if some of these cyclic stories are to be believed, it uh, it's like there's a group that would just every time when we're uh, when we're really starting to to uh, get somewhere. Yeah, I lost you. Uh, you dropped out for a second, dude. Oh, I didn't. No, oh, well, anyway, I was saying that. Uh, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I was saying that it seems like uh, if these cyclical uh, mythologies are to be uh, believed and understood, then. It, it's always some group that wants too much and fucks everything up for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, why do Why do I have the feeling we've been here before? And the thing is, we're so close, and we there's so many people that know, and there's so much connection, and so much knowledge out there that we might just make it through this uh the filter this time so here's to hoping and yeah. beyond that too there uh there was talk uh some years ago i want to say in uh 2014 2015 that the pushback had begun and that uh that it wasn't uh, accounted for in basically any models to begin until now at the earliest or maybe even as uh maybe even 2024 so if we've got a decade up on events, you know, uh, those of us that are pushing against all of this globo homo garbage, then maybe, maybe we got a chance. Mm. Yeah, well, life finds a way. Um, ah, indeed it does. I mean, if these cycles are to be believed, we've made it this far. How many times? Maybe longer, yeah. you know, even than that. You know, we look at... Uh, are you familiar with Adam's Bridge? Uh, no. Oh, in Sri Lanka. It's referred to in the Vedas. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not familiar with it at all. What is it? A bridge? Yeah, uh, as simple as that. It's just a bridge that connects an island to the mainland of Sri Lanka. Uh, it uh, speaks of the men and the monkey men and the gods and, and all the creations and creatures of the earth that came together to build this thing out of these specific elements and these specific boards and it matches the you know description of what it was made out of from the vedas which are many 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 thousands of years old so mm. you know just another complication in the complicated nature of us yeah and uh like i say i'm i've sort of i've come to the point where i'm i i'm trying to I, I don't think any one particular viewpoint has the whole truth. And so I've, rather than trying to be hypercritical, and, you know, that was easy. Well, it was an easy trap to fall into when I was young as a sort of imperial, well, sort of, uh, yeah, rationalist um, 
quasi atheistic worldview and I, I don't I don't I, I see the the flaws in that worldview um, and because it's you can't quantify the sacred um, the question or the difficult thing is is coming to accept who who has something sacred that should be should be respected should be you know where, how do we how do we draw the line under the metaphysics that drives people who are who are in positions right now to who are so perverse and you know it comes down to that laptop and it comes comes down well no it, it doesn't just come down to that there, there's it comes there's, down to any number of laptops that just happens to be one of them yeah and there's a, a, a network of groups and individuals that have engaged in a, a sort of form of self-fulfilling prophecy that, that I would argue has brought us to this point. I don't know um, if I would say it's self-fulfilling prophecy or so much as uh, a desire to fulfill a prophecy at uh, all costs. I had Christopher Bjorkness on the stream and, you know, his... His premise was that, um, particularly in the West, because I, I don't, you don't see or feel it here in the East at all, not in Japan, but the uh, the push for the Armageddon end times worldview is something that's uh, very much a uh, a, a Jewish driven ideology. Um, the idea of um, Jesus as, uh, as a uh, archetype to follow as a, as a not, that's not a good way of putting it as a divine individual who we should be uh, professing our life to as a way to to defang us in these current situations such that we don't uh, we don't become oh yeah to pacify yeah, to to pacify basically. Absolutely, um, yes. No, it's like no, no, no. This is this is all prophecy. This is all happening according to plan. You must act out according to the plan. Don't act against the plan. That would be against God's will. So you must just go ahead and just let this all happen. You know why? Why would you fight against it? This is all meant to happen. Yeah. Well, it's not. Uh, and uh, to chat, hey chat, um, there aren't seven trumpets. Three of them have been destroyed and rendered unto naught. There can never be seven soundings. Deal with it. Anyway. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> That's some deep religious stuff right there. Okay. There are um... not seven horns, chat, and there are not anymore. Once in time there were. Three are gone. More, maybe, still. It cannot end as written in your book. Sorry. Um, well, as a segue from that, indeed, Uber Youth Group, you, what do I call him? Youth Uber Gruppenführer Freund. In the chat, China is saying the U.S. must immediately cut official contact with Taiwan. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw that too. They're apparently going to be doing some exercises, uh, like in the next few days. Uh, who, who's doing the exercises? Taiwan. Oh no, China. In China, Taiwan yeah. airspace. Yeah, so you know, there's there's been the troop movements, and uh, the 
like I say, I'm. I would expect right now it it makes strategic sense for them to do something like that, while America has got embroiled into uh, Ukraine, that they would see seize the initiative. And well, I mean, I'd... you couldn't ask for a more perfect time. Yeah, I mean. Um... What are you going to do? Sanction, uh, sanction uh, Chinese oil now too? Are you are you going to get it out of uh, America, out of our uh, XL two pipeline? Oh right, let's <laughs> get ramp up that fracking. Um, the and like I say, I, China doesn't have to invade Taiwan, right? They, they just have to do a manufacture and just put an exclusion zone around it and be sure to defend it because there's no there's no land bridge into china that could be exploited as far as i can see what you're going to use india okay they might push a little bit into the himalayan uh step somewhat but i could what can i see can i see uh Jiribakshi marching into uh peking uh i'm not uh i'm not so uh i'm not so sure shanghai i should say um the yeah and is japan going to do anything no way oh no they're no they're way. in far too precarious a position to, to even try yeah and there's there's far too many chinese in japan and uh they could they could cause all sorts of mischief should they so desire um so yeah like i say things could get very very um interesting because what the, what that does is that it then it then isolates the southern hemisphere and um again how do you, how do they how does the commonwealth respond to that type of pushback could be could be a rough spot to find yourself if you're in Australia, because you know there's resources in Australia that the Chinese would would want. Yeah, yeah um, there are, and they've been they've been surreptitiously uh, building up and scooting in that direction with their uh, yeah. little fake well, island they, deal. They're in an air defense system into Serbia just the other day, like seven of their large transport. Oh yeah, that's right. I just heard about that. I'll actually include a link here for uh, everybody. And um, Kobayashi Maru says Australia is toast, one hundred percent. Well, I don't. I don't know if it'd be toast. Just more a uh, let's just say a change in the <laughs> political <laughs> political winds are, are coming. And the yeah, I don't, you know, if if there's a super plan to. Um, defang uh, the West. And like I say, the, the West has been burning bridges now for decades. Who, who, who are we, we going to turn to? Well, and... you can look at who all is uh, sanctioning Russia right now and who isn't, and it's, uh, it's a stark map. There's, uh, there's a lot of places that aren't sanctioning Russia. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and... Quite a lot. <laughs> There was Quite a, a lot of really... folks that are supposed to be our friends. Yep. <laughs> just just on maps, and you know, people didn't 
really pick up on it, but it to me it was a very very stark contrast. Now y- you can, of course, point to the absurdity of the uh, the the vote, but the uh, the the vote was that, uh, and this was UN nonsense, but there was a vote that every person has the right to a minimum amount of calories per day. Whatever those calories are, it doesn't doesn't matter. It's just it was just couched in calories, I think. And in in there were two countries that abstained from that or, or voted against it. And you know, you sort of see those maps that they're coloured about who's done what, who's voted what, and who's abstained. Right? The whole of the every country on it, every continent voted. Well, yeah, with that, that's something we can wrap our heads around right oh yeah and people baseline sure yeah food yeah we shouldn't, shouldn't have people uh selling their kids we don't want any uh any more uh holodomors thank you very much there were two people that voted or two countries that voted against it the u.s and israel that sounds about right <laughs> that sounds about I'm, right and i'm just like what but even even if it's just a fanciful token gesture right why 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 would you deliberately sort of spike that type and it, it, to me that's an insight into the, the the thinking and mindset that prevails in at, at that level that yeah it was just where they're thinking about business it's just business we need to be doing like uh <laughs> get the thing in the matrix what's the uh the French dude. It's just business mafias. <laughs> Got the name mm, of the character. Yeah. The sort of I, devil. Oh, devil I know who you're talking about. The, uh, the Merovingian. Merovingian, right? But, yeah, I haven't seen the new one, thank fuck. But yes. Actually, you know what? Um, the new one, uh, I, I was I was expecting a woke fest. And it wasn't that bad, to tell the truth. And, you know, I, I grew up at a time where... You know, the Matrix was came out, and it was it sort of encapsulated um, well, if you if you wanted to sort of like the conspiratorial side of of life and a, a spiritual component that we yeah we're 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 in this sort of prison that we can't see etc. And it just it just put it in a way that was um, well, it made those kind of uh, those lines of thought a lot more accessible to people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that, there's a reason know, why we say red pilled now and blue pilled. I mean, yes, yes. And I and and uh, because of that, I do have a soft spot for the the, the movies and the the storyline itself. And I I personally was, you know, sort of looking through one eye at the 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 latest one, and I was like, oh, you know what? It wasn't so bad. It's, it's of course it's not in the the, the paradigm changing class that the first movie was but the, the if you haven't seen it it's 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 not that bad dude really? um huh yeah, yeah can, you know, it's not it's not uh it's not superb but they didn't they didn't um they didn't completely fuck it up from my perspective there was you know it was it was quite a good 
well, uh, uh, extrapolation from the storyline and sort of, you know, it was somewhat immersive in that you could you could see or understand the plot devices as they'd sort of, you know, because the, the trilogy sort of came to a a, a whole right and you know they, they yeah no the story's a... done you've, you've yeah. told your story um, um the yeah it was like i say I, I would you know if you've got a spare couple of hours just you know just put it on before you, you don't make a, an evening of it but you can just sort of put it on watch it in bits and so uh, so i guess uh, is it one of those ones you can uh it might have been made uh to a to a lesser quality and, and then some things maybe just slipped in on accident or maybe even on purpose. Uh, I I don't know. So I sort of it's like the Prometheus movies, right? People really have a go at those, right? Especially the sort of science science fiction purists, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, there are some goofy bits in that movie, but actually, it's not. I, I don't think they're they're a bad set of films to. Um, to watch, so long as so long as you're not uh, you're not expecting alien and aliens, because that 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 paradigm has already been established, right? They, those movies, for, you know, they're, they're iconic, and so you can't you can't go you can't go back to them, and you know that that idea of sort of breathtaking science fiction, where the you know the effects sort of made you jump jump out of the chair back then. You know, because that's what you're waiting for back in the 70s and 80s. Oh my God, they're going to have some new, new special effect, right? For the that just blows your mind. Oh yeah, I mean, stereo uh, sound was brand new, so yeah, it's like yeah, every, yeah. Every, every few years you're getting something brand new, or if not brand new, you know, really novel. Yeah, and so uh, I, I, you know, probably, you know, there's a threshold being reached where. Unless you're unless you're really going full matrix and jacking into the, the reality engine, um, you're not you're not going to see uh, th that sort of you're not going to have your breath taken away, right? Because even run of the mill TV shows can put on convincing special effects right now. That so so we're we're kind of looking for more. Um, well, I would, I would, you know, the better, the better science fiction that are ones that are more cerebral now. Oh, sure, things like, of substance. Yeah, uh, but let's say the back to Matrix was uh, yeah, revolution. Is it revolutions? The new one? I can't remember. Um, I but, think so. Yeah, not, not too bad. And um, you know, uh, I watched Prometheus not so long ago. You know, maybe in the last year or something like that. I threw it on. I was like, oh yeah, it's you know, it's not, it's not so bad. <laughs> well, you know, in that same vein, and having watched it, I don't know if it's incredibly meta and incredibly brilliant, or just uh, stupid brilliant like a Verhoeven film or something. But uh, Blood Machines, it's uh, it was done with Carpenter Brute, and it's uh, just. It's synthwave and lasers and starships and neon and everything and guns. And it seems like it's a feminist movie. Okay. But then again, you know, Verhoeven put out... Uh, about now, Blood Machines. <laughs> well, right, right. Yeah, no, it, uh, that, that's actually a direct tie-in. It's like uh, the movie is so 
so superficial that I almost wonder if in those final moments, the whole story having been told, tells a completely different story than you think you're hearing. Because having dissected the movie, I think, I'm not going to say this for sure, but I think Carpenter Brute made a movie that just said, you know, women are just kind of shitty and kind of horrible and you can't trust them ever. Uh, yeah. The, they should be at the heel of man, right? <laughs> All I'll say I... is watch Blood Machines with um, with a critical eye. Okay. I'll put it on the list. But as I say, I've, I've, I very rarely watch anything now except... Uh, Twitter and news feeds. And, I'll tell you um, what, it would be a cool watch party for uh, for you and your uh, and your chat, yeah. definitely. Okay, think about think about doing it. So, um, I think I'm gonna have to uh, wrap up, dude, because I've got a cool uh, immigration. Understandable, <laughs> understandable. Can't have you uh, getting your green card revoked. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a day or two away. So, um, yeah, better get to that then. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I will say it's been a pleasure, and uh, for everybody that's going to be uh, listening to this later on, and not really, I'll have uh, links to your social media and everything below. But is there anything uh, you want anybody to check out, or take a look at, or research for that matter, or whatever? Uh, just uh, follow on those accounts, and let's say we've got some interesting stuff coming up. We've got the, um, the examination in a lab, transparent examination in a lab of what's in those vials they've been pumping into people and we'll see um we, i've i've seen what looks like ambiguous material um and we'll find out and we're going to be doing raman and uh transmission electron microscopy it won't be any um shady group or individual um i'll throw it all up online it won't be behind paywall or anything um and... wow, that sounds quite exciting yeah, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back in a lab for a, a day or two. Um, and, yeah, you know, there's, there's that. Just, get, just keep an eye out for that, and then, then we'll, we'll see how things progress. And, you know, uh, I, do, I do think um, people shouldn't take their eye off the ball. The, the last two years is intimately linked to the current events that are unfolding, and... Um, We've been on top of that uh, from the very beginning. I would I would argue that we still are, um, and yeah, just uh, keep keep the support coming in. Um, help help us grow. Help the word spread. Oh, help spread the word. Help spread. <laughs> and all right, dude. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, been an absolute pleasure, man. Uh, yeah, look forward to chatting with you again. And it's yeah. and it's always good. So be good. Uh, tell the kiddos I uh, I said to be awesome or something. Yeah. I don't know. Tell, well, tell them I said something cool in English. Apologies for uh, wrecking their uh, gaming. That's that's what they'll be they'll be uh, angry at. All right, dude. I'm gonna I gotta hang up this call and then uh, I will uh, see you or speak to you later. Absolutely. Um, be well, sir. Talk to you soon. Yeah. All right.